All right, good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, I am Gabriel Devine. I'm minus my cohort, Titanic. We didn't do any entrance music for this episode. We're just going straight into it. We're going to do a little bit of a rundown over some of the NXT stuff that was on the USA Network. We're only going to do the one hour that was on the USA Network. I'm not switching over. not going to watch what was on the network. About the only thing I watch off the network is the... Okay, I'm sorry. I got sidetracked looking at something. But uh, I'm not going to flip over to the network. But the only thing I watch off the network is a pay-per-view or something from the old days. I wonder if on this hour tonight, what I'll have is I know they talked about the street fight, so we're gonna we're gonna kind of go back and do a little bit of a, a, a watch along with this too, as I'll skip through some of it and some of it we may watch and talk about more in detail. I do have my lovely wife Valerie with me again tonight to podcast with me. She'll be giving me her insight and just bear with us as some of the NXT guys we do know, some of them we don't know. Um, I used to watch NXT religiously, and I kind of gave it up because it got, you know, like I said in the in, in some of the live videos, you know, life finds a way to tie me down and keep me busy, and so I have to deal with that. Um, between a real job, podcasting, and about a million other things, we, we stay pretty busy, don't we? Yes, we do. All right, so NXT kicks off tonight. We've got... Uh, the Undisputed Era up on a platform here. What's the deal? That's pretty neat. Adam Cole. Bebe. Thank you. You hit your spot tonight. Thank you. Got Adam Cole and Bobby Fish and Roderick Root or Roderick Strong. I don't know why I almost called him Root. I'm tired. Alright, so the opening contest is about to get underway. This is Keith Lee. Bask in his glory. Oh, this is the one that everyone said was such a great match, but half of it to me was a botch. So you're about to get my uncensored opinion. Because I guarantee you this is a rematch that uh, everybody was all hyped for. And I'm not hyped for because these guys... Granted, most of the guys on NXT are still working off some green. And that's just my opinion. And if you don't like my opinion, I'm sorry. I still piss people off, and that's okay. That's my job. That's what I get paid to do, right? Where am I? That's what I'm trying to figure out. <laughs> All right. Never break character out. That's right. For all intents and purposes, his name will be Dominic. Because I cannot pronounce the last name Dama. It's Dominic Donjavikovic. Did I did I Dajakovic. butcher that? 
This match, apparently, this is one of those that was done on an NXT show as a dark match. And everybody was hyped about it. And when I saw the video that someone shared, there was about 50 botched spots. And I was like, how can you be hyped about these two guys who are massive? Dominic's got a beautiful build for a wrestler. Keith Lee could, you know, no offense, but he's not a Vince McMahon guy. He could cut some weight. I'll, I'll say that because I know how Vince McMahon is. He likes his guys chiseled. He likes his guys looking like they just come out of a damn muscle and fitness magazine. But that's just my opinion. I, I guess I just need to quit being so blunt. I'm going to lose viewers. So here we go. The bell is rung. We're going to watch this one all the way through just so I can bitch. <laughs> I ain't even kidding. Collar and elbow tied up in the center of the ring, and Dominic takes him into a side headlock. Lee backs him into the corner, and Dominic reverses. I'll call him Keith, I'm sorry. He misses a spinning heel kick as Dominic ducks under Keith's kick. They're wasting too much time. Backed into the corner, got the boot up. Keith, nope, he ducks under the double axe handle and kicks Keith in the stomach. Keith scoops him up into a fireman's carry position. Dominic down, Keith reverses. Dominic into the ropes, Keith Lee up and over. Down, oh, and a cross body. They have uh, tuned up their... Uh, in-ring style for this one, I can tell you that. Taking it a little slow. Oh, he just pounced him, and Dominic goes over the top rope onto the apron. What do you think? That looked pretty good. I like that cross body. That was mm -hmm. solid. Whew. And that Good. pounce, man. <laughs> he took that he took that damn pounce and went straight over that top rope. That's kinda like that dude on the end of the scene that pounced the kid all into the third row. He's not in my house, Tim, huh? Right. He's fixing to suplex Dominic back into the inside of the ring. Oh! Dominic's not having it. He's gonna super okay, well he's not having it. Back and forth here. Did they just say that he was six foot seven? Nope, oh, Keith got him up and a knee from Dominic. And then the forearm shots to the back. Lay him in, kid. Oh, the headbutt, he laid that in. Uh-huh. Keith laid the headbutt in there, but Dominic wouldn't land them forearms in. Now they're both outside on the apron. It's Keith stepped through the ropes. Hooking him for the... Looks like he's going for a DDT, but it looks like he's trying to set him up for a suplex. 
I can't figure out what he's doing. Dominic's trying to fight back. That's what's going on here. A former lineman. Oh, he hooks the goozle for the choke slam. Look at there. Oh, and Keith's going to fight it off in a boot to the midsection. And Keith gets caught by the throat. Hooks him for the choke slam. And he choke slams him on the apron. Oh. Nope, nope, nope. For those of you that have never been inside of a wrestling ring, that's where the least amount of padding is, is on the apron. That's why you'll never catch me bumping on an apron. Alright, and the first commercial break, and I'll hit the fast forward gimmick through this, and we'll we'll just kind of go on here. I do apologize as we are working with this wonderful modern day technology, and we're back with the action. Oh, we went a little too far. Why are you talking about skipping commercials? Yeah, what about them? You tell them to listen to the commercial? Yeah, listen to the ads. <laughs> if you don't listen to the ads at the start of the podcast, I'm going to have to, I don't know, find you and kick your ass. I don't know. But make sure you're listening to the ads. They One of them sounds a little bit more professional than the other one does because the newer one is, you know, I'm a little bit more confident in it. The first one that I cut, I need to go back and recut. We'll just start it here as they're back in the ring. Jeez, Keith just picked him up like a one-handed spine buster or something there. Jeez, massive power. So his size makes sense now that they've said that he was a lineman. Or linebacker, I'm sorry. Lineman. Yeah. That's why he's the size he is, which Vin, you know, Vince will still, before he goes to the main roster, suggests they have him cut weight, I'm sure. But that's Vince for you. They made Big Show cut weight. They made Mark Henry cut weight. That's why I made the comment about cutting weight. I wasn't trying to be a complete dick to the guy. I don't know anything about him. Jeez, them chops. Woo! Oh, and a headbutt. Or not a headbutt, but he bashed his head into the apron there, or to the top turnbuckle. I can't keep up today. Dominic laughing. Keith does not look happy, and neither does Dominic. Oh, and Dominic eats the turnbuckle. All the way to the floor. Keith gonna go up and over. Jeez, for a big man he can move. God bless. He just like leaped over with a corkscrew looking thing. Like rotated in the air and crushed him. It's pretty awesome. And I'll give him credit. This match is better than the match that I first seen of him. Oh, look at there. He, Dominic hits the ropes, comes in, tilt a whirl. Looked like he was going to go for a, you know, a tilt a whirl body slam or backbreaker. Hooks him up into a guillotine, and he's sitting on Keith's leg. Now, Keith's going to counter it and hook his arm around. And he's just going to pick dude up. Oh, wait. Nope. Roll up. Small package into the ropes. Dominic's hurt. Looks like he pulled something there in his neck or something. Oh. Both men are back up to their feet. Dominic with a right hand and another right forearm. And a forearm from Keith. Oh, and a back elbow. And another headbutt from Keith. Dominic is down. 
Keith drags him over into place. Keith Lee is 6-2, and Dominic is 6-7. Is that what they said? Oh, my gosh. A moonsault from the second rope from Keith Lee. That was impressive. Let's see that again on the replay. 240 pounds doing a moonsault off the second rope. Jesus. And Dominic still kicked out. I'd have been dead. Right, he's putting Dominic up on the top rope now. Setting him up for something. Keith Lee going to climb up there with him. Let's see where this is going. What do you think so far? Well, you're sitting over munching on your chocolate. <laughs> I'm going to bust you out. We go to the gym and you have a chocolate bar chart. I ate a half a pack of Doritos while we go. <laughs> After the gym, I get them cravings. I got to munch on something. you laughing at me? Why are you laughing at me? Oh my lord, a oh. Canadian destroyer off of the... I don't even know how to call it because he was on the middle rope and Dominic was on the top rope and Keith Lee still kicks out at two. Hey, this, this is a family show, sir. You can't say hell. He just said hell. Can we get an okay on hell in the truck? We need to call Titanic. Somebody call Titanic. We need an okay on hell. Oh, my Lord. Dominic goes to the top rope with a moonsault. Oh, my Lord. Keith sets up. He just sets up with him. Look, hold him like a baby. Dominic looking at him like, don't hurt me. Please don't want me, Daddy. Rolls back through. Going to pick Dominic right on up. Look at the power. Picks him up. Throws him up on his shoulders in the fireman's carry position. Dominic trying to fight. Oh, my Lord. He went from a fireman's carry position into a power slam for a three count. All right. Impressive. Much better match than what I've seen these two have the first time. All right. That was impressive. I, I give them credit. That was pretty impressive. Let's... Uh, Fast forward a little bit to see what they've got next. We got a main event. It's going to be a street fight, apparently. Old Matt Riddle. That's, uh, who is that, Walter? Like the whole locker room got involved, apparently, last week. I missed something there. That must have been something they showed on the... Uh, Here's William Regal, the commissioner, general manager, whatever you want to call him, of NXT. Who's he going to face? The winner of their match will, will face Adam Cole, baby. baby. 
for the NXT title. I'm not a huge fan of Matt Riddle. Matt Riddle is supposed to be some mixed martial arts badass. And he ran his mouth about Goldberg. Because Goldberg got hurt during his last match with Undertaker when they were down under or wherever they were. And it just kind of, you know, you he didn't understand the situation. Goldberg legit knocked himself out, and he still finished the match. Um, but he thinks he's a badass. He thinks he can beat Brock Lesnar. I'd like to see that one day. I'd like, I would literally cheer for Lesnar to kick his butt. All right, so now we've got a ladies' match. Two ladies I don't know anything about. Don't even know their names. Dakota Kai. Okay, that's who that is. So apparently Tynora and Dakota Kai. And she just kicked her right in the face. And she's down. And she was going up top. And the other one gets up. Dakota Kai is pretty badass. She's pretty good. She's the one in the white. Okay, so Tynora is the one in the black and gold. Kicked her in the hand. Ouch. Two and kick out. Alright, so we've got kicking action going on. That's pretty much all they're doing is kicking each other. She's kind of being petty, holding her arm, kicking her in the face. Huh. Being a petty bitch. I'm just kidding. Sorry. That's the job I need. Right. <laughs> Ducks underneath with a side hip takeover or judo toss, whatever you want to call it, Morello. Kicks her and goes for the cover. Pretty impressive. Not not much is known to me or from me about Tenora. I, I didn't do my research because I didn't know who was on the card or not. So she's picking Kai up by her face. Kai slaps her away. She went for the punch. Kick, kick. Like a backward scorpion kick. Shoots Dakota Kai. Whoa. That was impressive. Forearm. Drops down. Grabs her leg. Pulls her down. Spins her around. And another kick. Like a bicycle kick. Back into the ring. and Oh, a bicycle-like kick to the back. Kick to the face, kick to the face, kick to the face. Oh, another one, another one, another one. Jeez. Make somebody ugly quick, won't they? Kai's setting her up for something. Tanora is trying to get up. Dakota Kai. Oh, running. Oof, big boot to the face. Scoops her up into the fireman carries position. Drops her down for like a version of the GTS. That's it. Using, Kicks. using. Yeah, it was it was the foot instead of the knee for the GTK. It's a bunch of kicks. Yeah, it was a bunch of kicks. That was pretty much all they did was kick. You okay over there? Itching. Itching. Yeah. Ain't good. You got itchy Oh, from your gallbladder surgery. Mm -hmm. 
So there was way too many kicks in that match. It was kind of like watching the Young Bucks have a super kick party. <laughs> except for there was no super kicks. There were some scorpion kicks and things like that. But still a pretty good match. Give them credit. All right. So they're going to the back for a segment or to the side of the building for a segment. We're going to fast forward, hit play, fast forward again, hit play. We're trying to make this as fast as possible. We're back, and now it's time for the main event already. So, Killian Dane taking on Matt Riddle in a street fight. The original bro, man. That dude was an old Hulk Hogan. Yeah, he, he's kind of a weird fan. So like I said, I'm not a huge fan of Matt Riddle. I mean, granted, he's impressive. He leaps over the top rope and kicks his little slads off. He thinks he is a legit B.A. I think he's a legit D.A. running his mouth about legends. Granted, I'm not the biggest Goldberg fan in the world, but still. I love Goldberg I res- well, yeah, I mean, who didn't? Goldberg was an undefeated badass until they screwed him over and fucked up the gimmick they were doing with him. But still, <laughs> Goldberg got legit knocked out. And, you know, you can't you you can't make that shit up. When he speared that turnbuckle and hit that post, it knocked him out. Killian Dane looks like a wild man. Looks like he should be in the White family. Right. We need to talk more about the Wyatt, the Bray Wyatt. I, I'm, I'm digging the Fiend. What do you think? Where are you at on the Fiend in your mindset? Something different. It's, I like it. I'm ready for Sunday night. I'm ready to see how he does in Hell in a Cell with Seth Rollins. I wouldn't Rollins. want to be locked up in a cell with him. Oh, I would be. That'd be an awesome match. I'd love to work with him. Mm-mm. But I get where you're coming from. Mm-hmm. With the, I mean, he's brutal. He ain't going to take no prisoners. Matt Riddle is... Where nightmares were made right there. Yeah, no shit. BG cracks me up. Uh, Oh, BG. He's Gilly. Let's play the Gilly song. In the haunted house. Yeah. (laughs) Right? He's all about some Halloween. Hey. So, Matt Riddle is barefoot. I've never understood anybody wrestling barefoot. Granted, back in the day, Yokozuna and them did it. But that was cool back then. Back then, I could understand it. But now... These guys are just punching and, and shit. They're not really doing a whole lot. Now he's got him in an arm bar. Dane throws him out. Riddle. Riddle comes right back in. Double leg takedown. Right hand, right hand. Trying to go for an arm bar. Dane's going to reverse it. Roll him up. One, two. Kick out. Matt Riddle may be something special, but I just don't see it. I, I, I may be wrong. I'm just not a huge fan of us. Which I'm kind of burnt on the, the MMA UFC guys because of the Lesnar coming in. And, and, and no disrespect to Lesnar. Lesnar's a great champion. And I get what they do with him when they put the belt on him. They make it a little bit more important. But, oh, he tries to pull a Rainmaker looking thing there. No. The soccer barrel kick. Kip up. Ducks under Dane's clothesline with a go behind and a German suplex.
Dane rolls out to the floor. Keep in mind this is a street fight and this is the main event for the first hour of NXT that was on USA Network. Running forearm as he leaps off of the stairs. Matt Riddle leaping off the stairs, by the way. I dig how they're incorporating NXT into the Connors Cure segments now. They have the Connors Cure stuff up on the ramp. As we're back now with a go-behind from Matt Riddle and on knee, he spins him around, hits him with a knee, which is like the... Hits the ropes, comes in with forearm. Hits the ropes, comes in with another flying forearm. Scoops him up with a belly-to-belly -belly suplex. Whatever, Morello. I can't stand that guy. Jeez, I'm centon splashes. Another one. Matt Riddle sizing him up. He goes to get up and kick across the chest. Two count only. It's supposed to be a street fight. I hadn't seen any real street fight to it yet. They've been doing a pretty good wrestling match, though. I give Matt Riddle his credit. He's showing up. You know, I once tried to get in the ring barefoot and jump on the ropes and stuff. I don't see how he does it. The ropes literally kill my feet. As he's on the second rope, Killian Dane scoops him up. He's got him up in the electric chair position. And there it is, the victory roll with a cover. Two count only as Dane kicks out. Oh, and another bicycle knee to the face. That's a lot of repetitive. Right? Slam and then a senton from Dane. It's weird saying something about Dane. <laughs> Cover one, two, two count. It's like, that's not the Dane I know. <laughs> They're having technical difficulties. That or the weather's affecting the uh, cable again. As it has been raining here all day. Scooping him up here. Looks like he's setting him up for a power bomb. Of course, he's going to try. Matt Riddle's going to reverse it. Oh, what's he going for? Like an Alabama slam. Riddle on the top rope with a moonsault. Whoa. It's a good match, but it's disappointing for a street fight. Very. It's an in-ring street fight. Yeah, not, that's not what I'm used to. If I want a street fight, I want to see them hitting each other with stuff. I want to see them in their so crowd. Is. Something. I like that Alabama slam though, boy, that looked good. And that's hard to pull off with somebody so tall. And that moonsault corkscrew thing was cool. Kind of looked like a whisper in the wind, something Jeff Hardy used to pull. That's what it reminded me of. Oh, dang, sidesteps, and there's some chairs on the outside. Maybe they used them during the commercial break. Killian Dane with a suicide dive out on the Matt Riddle, and they're out on the floor finally. He's got a big mushroom tattooed on his side. Wonder what's up with that. NXT, NXT, AE Dub. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Too sweet. I am ready for October second. I, I ain't even gonna deny it. I'm ready to see how it goes. Cody Rhodes will be taking on Sammy Gavivere. There'll be a six-man tag match. It'll be the Young Bucks and Kenny Omega taking on Jericho and two mystery partners. Uh, rumor is John Moxley will be in attendance as well as several others. 
Now we got the chair in play. He's using the chair on Matt Riddle. So where's the villain at? The villain, Marty Skrull, is actually in contract with Ring of Honor. Uh, as far as I know, he was still doing some New Japan dates. I don't know if he still is at this time, but I know he's doing Ring of Honor stuff. I was highly disappointed when they did the big show where he was in the triple threat ladder match for the Ring of Honor title. They ended up putting over uh, Truth, whatever his name was. Yeah, there's. I figure he'll he'll be making his appearance with AEW before it's all said and done. It was one of my favorites. I, I'm a huge fan of everything the villain does. One villain to another villain. He's a pretty badass little dude. And that crossface chicken wing. Woohoo! Uh-uh. Nope. The villain versus Bray. That'd be pretty good. <laughs> That'll never happen though. I don't right. see I don't see the villain going to WWE. I don't see Bray and then again, And then again he may do it. You never know. It's, it, it's all about the Benjamins, I can tell you that. Yeah, that's like the Bucks and Omega. They were going to go to WWE before they met up with Tony Khan and AEW became a reality. So, I mean, there's a lot of things that could change, but I, I see him showing up with his friends. They're out here. He's blasting Killian Dane with right hands and forearms, chops, and a headbutt from Killian Dane. I see him going through this wall. I see, yep. Killian Dane comes in with a crossbody and the wall just collapsed. They broke the wall down, huh? Mm hmm. <laughs> and Chris Jericho, that. I guess we're going to commercial break. Again. This kills me how we have so many commercial breaks in the middle of a match that's supposed to be important. Back in the day, that wouldn't have happened. Apparently, there was a table involved. Let's see if we can rewind a bit and see what happens here. I'm trying to get the TV to cooperate. <laughs> As you hear them talk about the new TV show or the new season of Suits, which apparently is the final season. I don't know nothing about it. Oh, it's the series finale next after NXT. Oh, and a kick. Killian Dane goes down. Bro. And a senton through the table on top of Killian Dane. Oh, he called it a broton? Is that what he just called it? Mm-hmm. That's so stupid. I'd like to see Goldberg give him a spearton back to fucking MMA land where he's irrelevant. I'm sorry. I guess I'm just jaded. I don't know. That's just like I wasn't the biggest fan of Ronda Rousey either. Killian Dane back up to his feet after going through the table. Riddle's up to his feet after going through the wall. They're out in the crowd, kicks, sitting in the front row there. He's kicking the shit out of Killian Dane. Crowd giving him some golf claps. Did you hear that? <laughs> I, heard some, I heard some golf claps there. I'm, I'm just having a blast right now. Oh, he leaps over. I don't know if that was supposed to be a leg drop or what, but Dane kicks out. Matt Riddle looks frustrated. Look at them shoulder muscles. I was just thinking about his leg muscles. Right. <laughs> My legs are killing me today, though. Leg day was a success. What was it? Three 
330 or 350, depending on how much the sled weighs? I think the sled weighs 60, so. 330? 330. 330 pounds on the leg press today. I'm proud of myself. My legs are a little bit sore. I'm proud of myself. My knee is not proud. All right. My leg is telling me you're old. Give it up. <laughs> Dane is on the top rope with a springboard splash. Didn't go for the cover. Going for it again. That's two. They're calling them Vader bombs in reference to the legendary Big Van Vader. And a third one, cover, one, two, two count. Let's do three of the same moves and kick out of everything. Gosh. What? He's got the chair. He's trying to put the chair on him, but he's, he's not doing it properly. <laughs> Let me teach you how to do that. And now he's got the kendo, kendo stick. stick. Oh. He's going to hit the chair with the kendo stick. How cool. That's not going to hurt him at all. The chair's flat. The kendo stick's, you know, piece of wood. It's not going to hurt him. Sorry, I'm, I'm killing it. They're killing me. I, I just can't figure it out. Now he's got the chair back on him, and he's going to go for another Vader bomb. Matt Riddle is up. Chair shot to the butt. That was weak. Very... Picks him up for the power bomb. Rolls him over, grabs the chair, throws him the chair. Oh, a knee to the chair to the face. Nope, two count. Oh my goodness. You're not Joey Styles, you can't do it. <laughs> Sorry. Shout out to Joey Styles. I'm a huge fan of Oh my God. My voice sounds nothing like Joey Styles because he gets in this high-pitched squeal and he's like, Oh my God! It's pretty cool how Joey Styles does that when he marks out for certain things. Now Matt Riddle places the chair on Killian Dane. He grabs the kendo stick <laughs> and he's going to do nothing but hit a chair. Oh yeah, that's real badass. He about hit himself with the kendo stick. Oh, he did. The kendo stick bounced back and hit him again. Oh, he's got it. No! He's hitting him with it the wrong way. I'd get up and kick him in the fucking dick. He hit him with the so, handle, which is the hardest part of the damn that? kendo stick. I said it. I don't give a darn. That was BS. I get it. You're trying to put the man down, but you hit me with the wrong end of a kendo stick. I'm going to give it back to you. You're going to get a receipt the hard way. The bro mission, which is the Taz mission. He's trying to put him in it. Killian Dane's battling back with some weak-ass elbows. Uh -huh. Tighten this shit up. Now a chair. What was that? I don't know. Did he chop the chair or something? Chops to the throat? What in the world? Punch to the midsection. Another punch. Another punch. A forearm shot. Oh. To an arm bar. The Fujiwara arm bar. Jesus Christ, this damn arm bar. Call it that. Killian Dane just tapped out. It'll be Matt Riddle taking on Adam Cole for the NXT heavyweight title. 
That'll be a good match. It'll be next week. Next week, it'll be Matt Riddle taking on Adam Cole. Baby. <laughs> and let me just go ahead and break kayfabe and, and surprise everybody. Matt Riddle's going to go over on Adam Cole next week. And the only reason they're going to put Matt Riddle over on Adam Cole next week is because next week is October the 2nd, and AEW is going to debut on TNT, and they're going to think if we put Matt Riddle over on Adam Cole, baby, then people are going to want to watch this instead of AEW. Well, I got bad news for you. They've got Jericho, they got Moxley, they got Omega, they got the Young Bucks, they got Cody, they got Dustin. They've got talent. I mean, AEW, no disrespect to NXT is awesome. Adam Cole's out here running his mouth, belting Matt Riddle's face. This is about to get physical, I'm sure. Matt Riddle's a... Yep, told you. Grab the arm bar. And of course, Adam Cole, baby, is tapping out. Baby! And here comes the Undisputed Era. I'm a huge fan of Adam Cole. I like Adam Cole. Bro, bro, bro. That's so stupid. The original bro was Zack Ryder. Woo, woo, woo. You know what I mean, bro? I like him. I liked yeah. him. I like Zack Ryder. You know he battled like cancer, right? I don't have any problem with Zack Ryder. I, like, I didn't like his character. Like, he legit battled cancer. Like, he, he had some major health issues. So, I don't like that character. I just think it's stupid. You know what? The Street Profits remind me of Private Party from AEW. I got nothing. Okay. I mean, that's fine. Man, they're putting on a... Wow. They're putting it all out there next week. They've got the women's title. they got the tag titles. they got the NXT title. Looky there. They're trying. They're trying to keep everybody's attention next week. So next week, that's what you got. You've got the NXT women's title, the NXT world title, and the NXT, or the NXT heavyweight title. And the NXT tag titles on the line on, on USA. We will try to watch that as well as the AEW product because I'm definitely going to check out AEW. I can't wait to see Cody's match. Uh, it's going to be a barn burner. I can't wait to see a six-man match. Um, Jericho is is bringing in two partners. going to be pretty good. So what do you think overall? That's pretty good. It was short, a lot of repetitive, but they had good matches. Three matches. <laughs> so yeah, yet again, you got three matches this night, this this week as well as last week. Um, I give them credit; they're they're doing a lot to take advantage of the time they've got. They're giving them good long matches. That's why you're only getting three matches. Each match was probably about eight to ten minutes, if not a little longer. The main event was probably a little longer again this week. They're not doing a whole lot of promos. They they do have interview segments, but they're working everything in and trying to get it where they need it to be. It just sucks that they're only doing an hour on the USA Network and they're giving you another hour on the on the network right. itself. And that just to me that's taken away from it because you're getting you're getting a main event match and then you switch over and you have to restart another NXT show on the network and you only get an hour of it there. You know, and that's. That to me, that's not going to take much away from AEW because those fans that are going to be AEW fans are going to watch both hours of AEW. Right. You're only giving them one hour. And like you said the last time we talked about this, with DVR these days, you can DVR whatever you want to DVR. 
and, and with our cable, you can go back three days and watch whatever you want to watch. You know what I mean? We can go back, and that's what we did now is we went back on the, the cable channel and watched it and, and kind of went over it and reviewed it a little bit. And I'd give the show overall three and a quarter stars. I wouldn't give it four. There was nothing that really stood out to me. I give Keith Lee and Dominic credit. As they uh, they did impress me, they improved quite a bit from the original match that I've seen where they had a lot of botched spots, and I thought they almost injured each other a few times in the first match, but this match was much better. The women's match was short, sweet, and to the point. A lot of fucking kicks. <laughs> Way too many damn kicks. Way to kick it off, huh? Right. And the main event street fight was not uh, street fight enough for me. If, it picked up toward the end. Yeah, but it's still, if you're going to do a street fight, I want Cody Rhodes and Dustin Rhodes out there. I want some blood. blood. <laughs> and, and that's where I feel like we're going to have problems because NXT and WWE is not going to bleed. And if they do, it's inadvertent, accidental bleeding. But with AEW, Tony Khan wants to cut back some of the violence because of the chair shot with Cody and Sean Spears. Which if you have wrestling, it's you're gonna have violence. Right. <laughs> you you can't not promote violence. But my thing was and I heard the interview with the Bucks, the chair was gimmicked. The the chair that Cody was supposed to be hit with was a gimmicked chair. Had Sean Spears hit him head-on with the chair the way he was supposed to, the chair would have folded around his head like a cookie sheet because it was thin like a cookie sheet. It would have made the shotgun sound, and it would have gave the effect that he literally killed Cody, and Cody would have never got hurt. But when Cody turned his head and Sean came in so forcefully with the chair, the, the lip of the back of the chair busted Cody's head. He had like 10 to 12 stitches in his head. Shit happens. It's wrestling. It. I, I was hit with a guitar by my my, my good friend Matt Bowman, and uh, I suffered a one inch gash that was deep enough that when I stuck my pinky up there to see how bad it was, that it went all the way up to that first knuckle there, that first bend in my finger. Uh, and when I pulled it out, I was covered in blood from there to there. You know what I mean? So it was it was pretty bad. I'll have to find that picture of the little one inch gash and share it on the YouTube, on our Facebook page so everybody can see what I'm talking about. That was quite a few years ago. Uh, that was just a guitar shot gone wrong. Matt spun me around, didn't know the guitar was going to kill me. Hit me, sounded like a shotgun went off and I just literally collapsed. When I collapsed, there was a pool of blood under my head. I felt hot. I didn't know what was going on. I rolled over and the next thing I know, I looked like Ric Flair. I had blood all over my face, pouring down my shirt and there was a pool of blood in the ring. And... You know, it's one of those things that's just a freak accident. You never know what's going to happen. But Tony Khan was upset with that. He doesn't want to see anyone get legitimately hurt. He wants to have safe, spectacular wrestling, and he doesn't want it to be too extremely violent. But that's what the fans want. Right. The fans are missing it. That's just like when they debuted the 24-7 title. The fans wanted a hardcore title. Back in the day when we had the hardcore title, it was defended 24-7. They did hardcore stuff. They did the supermarket. The They went into like a Dave and Buster's play area and Crash Holly went down the slide and they did all kinds of cool stuff, man. And and, and people miss that stuff. They, they want to have fun with it again. And I like the high flying and the pretty moves, but I also like the blood and gore and stuff like that. I mean, it... It's wrestling. Yeah. It's supposed to be violent. There was... There are, every sport out there you can get injured in. There's basketball. Yep. You just you're trying to 
to dunk the, the ball, ball or something. Yeah. You can always land wrong, fall down, get pushed down, whatever. Football. I mean, there's all kinds of injuries. Hockey, you get your teeth knocked out. <laughs> right. Uh, it never fails. Soccer, you're going to get kicked. If somebody's trying to kick the ball and, and, and block you or whatever. Your hands are probably safe in soccer, but that's Yeah, good. that's about it. Your <laughs> shins are going to hurt like hell. But it just, it's it's a legitimate, I, I can't say it's a legitimate sport. I feel like AEW is going to be a little bit more legitimate than WWE because they are legit going out there and giving you their all. They're passionate about it. They they enjoy it. This is literally, literally how they make their living. Um, you know, and I talked a lot about on, on a podcast last night uh, that I did on my own about the Bucks and them talking about going to the UK and doing a huge show there and about, you know, talking to CM Punk and things like that. You never know what's going to happen. You never know who's going to show up. We were talking about the villain just now. I feel like the villain will eventually show up in AEW. I feel like maybe all his friends will come back from the dead and he'll show <laughs> back up at AEW. So, so you know, it, 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 it is what it is. You, what is you it, never May know. 5th, Day of the Dead? Yeah, as soon as gonna return. I doubt it. He's he's still <laughs> under contract for a little bit, so I think it might not be this next. I year, think but... well, no, his contract I think comes up in November. I may be wrong. I think his contract comes Early up Christmas. in November. Yeah. I mean, it'd be great either way. It'll work out whatever they do. Um, I look forward to it. Next, uh, you know, we'll probably be podcasting again Saturday night. Uh, Hell in a Cell, definitely going to podcast over Bray and Seth's match. I'm looking forward to that one. I'll definitely, if, if I have to stay up and do it by myself, I'll stay up and do that one. Um, definitely looking forward to that. But I see Wednesday night being a tremendous night for podcasting. We'll probably put one out for NXT, and then we'll probably put one out for the whole AEW, and I probably won't do a full two-hour podcast over it. I'll probably just jot down some notes and kind of go over it and, Give y'all a fast rundown of what happened. Rate it with some stars and see what happened. Uh, on the first match, I would give the first match three and a quarter stars. The women's match, I'd give it two stars. The main event, I'd give it two and a half stars. And, and that's just me being nice. The overall show, I'd give it maybe three and a quarter. Because they had some segments in there where they did interviews. The opening segment was pretty cool where Undisputed Era come out and showed their power. But... Other than that, wasn't nothing that really stood out to me. Just like last week, I wasn't impressed. They've got some really good talent on NXT. They're just not using it. They closed down 205 Live to bring them to NXT. And I guess they're using them on the network. I'm not too thrilled about trying to log into the network and watch all that. I'll watch Hell in a Cell. That's about it. Uh, missed SmackDown and Raw this week, so we're not too sure. We'll probably go back and watch some of that later, but we, we haven't really seen much of it. But uh, with that said, as you're laughing at the late, late show with James, whatever his damn name is, and who cares because I don't watch this crap. Ryan Reynolds. Who cares about Ryan Reynolds? Oh, Deadpool. <laughs> but with that said, we've got, uh, we got, you know, we got our opinions on NXT tonight. And hopefully things work out for them. Uh, I hope it wasn't a mistake given a one-hour show away on on USA like they're doing. I, I feel that it's weird to just give one hour. I mean, if you really want to go head-to-head with AEW, you need to give two hours. You need to you need to fully dedicate yourself to the competition. And speaking of dedicating yourself to the competition, there was a release on some contract negotiations and things, and I figure I'll do a podcast over that later. 
uh, if you want to be on that with me, you can because, I mean, you can give your insight because they have renegotiated several people's contracts for uh, mega bucks just to keep them from going to NXT, just to keep them from leaving. And, and AJ Styles is one of them. And, and I could see AJ going to AEW. I don't know why I said keep them from going to NXT. I guess because we just watched NXT. But I could really see that happening where where AJ would leave and him and Luke Gallows and, and Carl Anderson would go and, and hang out with the club again because that was some of their people. And I don't know. I, I may be... I may be jaded in saying that, but I just feel like I feel like there's a change. There's there's some uh, winds of change coming. I'll just say it that way. AEW is going to bring new competitors to the ring, new faces. There's going to be a lot of change, a lot of of a lot of different things, and WWE is doing everything they can to compete, but yet they're still saying that they are not competition. So I don't know. I don't know where WWE is is really at with it. They're they're not really being publicly sound about where they stand on it. They say they're not competition, but why would you pay people extra money? You know what I mean? Why would you go out of your way? That's like me going to work and telling my boss, "Hey, another company wants me to come drive for them." She's gonna be like, "Hey, I'll, I'll match their pay. You stay. I need you." You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. If there, if you know there's. Right. If you know there's competition, you're going to match the pay. <clears throat> obviously, they feel threatened. You know, obviously, because they rushed NXT to USA. They rushed them to USA because, as far as I know, this wasn't in the plans until AEW said they were going to start wrestling on Wednesday nights. NXT's always been on Wednesday nights, but it's been on the network, and now all of a sudden it's on USA Network, as well as the WWE Network. So, there you have it. And if you aren't subscribed to the WWE Network... I'm going to give them a cheap plug. Please go over to WWE.com slash network and subscribe to the WWE Network. It's $9.99 a month. Just what? $9.99 a month. Just subscribe to the WWE Network and check out Hell in a Cell Sunday night. I don't know what all the damn matches are, but I'm looking forward to Seth Rollins taking on the fiend, Bray Wyatt. Uh, I do believe that... Is Lesnar taking on Kofi? I think Lesnar and Kofi are wrestling for the WWE Championship Sunday night as well. That'll be another good one to talk about. Sorry for the brief pause. I was chugging my water. Promise it's water. But, uh, yeah, I look forward to Sunday night. I figure we'll do a little bit of podcasting over that. Definitely going to talk about the Fiend and, and, you know, Fiend Bray Wyatt and his metamorphosis into the fiend and I wonder what it takes to get Nellie prepared to go to that I wonder what his daily process is before a show oh I'm sure he does a lot of alone time I hope so <laughs> <laughs> he gets the I'll tell you what he does okay. yeah he goes to the firefly <laughs> firefly fun house and he gets sister Abby the puppet and he gets rambly rabbit the puppet and he gets the little buzzard puppet and he sits there and he goes look here you little son bitches we got to get there you got to make me evil we we got to go crazy and just and then he laughs and then he just goes <laughs> let me in <laughs> and and then it goes from there so anyway I, i'm just i'm just saying 
I know back in the day, the Hardys were those people, especially in TNA. Matt and Jeff would find the hiding places that no one else could find. And, and Jeff was the world's worst because he was dealing with his own demons. He would find the hiding places that no one else could find, and he would literally sit there and listen to music and just zone out and be completely gone. Um, but anyway, it just... You know, everybody has their own way of preparing for a match. That That's an interesting thing to talk about. And maybe we can reach out and get some details on that. Um, shout out to Bray Wyatt. Um, I, I've been a huge fan of his since, you know, he debuted as a part of the Wyatt family before, at, you know, after he became, excuse me, after the original NXT when he was being Husky Harris. And then he left and came back as Bray Wyatt the leader of the Wyatt family. His brother is, for, for those that haven't figured it out yet, but I'm sure everybody does because we've all got the internet, Bo Dallas is his brother, legitimately. Yeah. You didn't know that? I thought I, I told have, you that. You might have. My memory is about like a goldfish. But his brother is legit, Bo Dallas, and they, um, they had a match recently after one of the shows <laughs> where they wrestled each other. What? I don't believe that. You don't believe that? <laughs> Well, I do believe that, and apparently it was a hell of a match. Um, if I can get my hands on the footage again, I'll see if I can share that. I've seen bits and pieces of the match, and it was pretty good. Bo Dallas is a hell of a talent, and he's underutilized. Uh, the Bo Leaf character was cool back in NXT, and I really got behind him, but when they took him to WWE's main roster, they dropped the ball. Same thing with Curtis Axel. I mean, that's Mr. Perfect, son. You could have done something better with him. They had him come out doing the uh, Axelmania and all this other bullshit where he's ripping everybody off, and it just didn't make any sense. They, they could have really done something. Same thing with back in the day when Randy Orton ran the group called Legacy or whatever it was, where he had Cody and he had uh, Ted Jr., which was Ted DiBiase's son, and then he had one of the uh, Samoan guys as kid. And they just kind of dropped the ball with it because the Samoan guy's kid was only there for like a couple of shows and then he just disappeared. And they could have done something with that because Cody was a, you know, he's a second generation star, technically third if you count Dustin being ahead of him, but still second generation star because his daddy. Um, Randy is a third generation star because his grandpa wrestled and then his dad wrestled. And Ted DiBiase was a third, Ted DiBiase Jr., was a third generation because his dad and his grandpa wrestled. And a lot of folks don't know this, but Ted DiBiase's biological father is not the one that wrestled. It was his stepfather, Iron Mike DiBiase, who had adopted him, that was the, the main wrestler. And I may, be, I may be giving that information out wrong, and if I am, I'll gladly correct it, but I do believe it was his stepfather. And I also... Little known fact, everybody swears up and down that Scott Hall and Shawn Michaels were the original ladder match. Actually, Jake Roberts and some others had the original ladder match back in the day with a very unsafe ladder. But with that said, we're going to wrap this episode up. Hope everyone enjoyed. Hope you watched NXT tonight. If you didn't, go back and watch it if you can. If you DVD'd it, listen to us run our mouths while you watch it. And if you like our opinions or if you want to leave feedback, leave some feedback at Wrestling with the Locals. And keep your eyes on the YouTube channel as we're going to try to get some new information out to you and do some new things on the YouTube channel coming up. And we're definitely going to be podcasting over Hell in a Cell. Everybody get ready for that Sunday night. 
And we appreciate it. Thanks for listening. This is Wrestling with the Locals. For, for my wonderful wife, Valerie, I am the Crescent City villain. Y'all have a great night.